0: Happiness runs in a circular motion. Thought is like a little boat up on the sea. Hello, and welcome to Campfires and Color Wars, a podcast about summer camps and the stories we love to tell about them. Like the time I went to my camp's 60th anniversary reunion weekend and had the absolute time of my life. Aw, oh, wasn't that sweet? Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm just back from... Camp uh, Gucci Goldman Union Camp Institute in Zionsville, Indiana, from the uh, 60th anniversary weekend, and I will I will get to that in just a minute. Uh, I am Micah Hart, and for the next 45 minutes or so, we're going to press pause on the world around us, transport back to the days of our adolescence when the school year was just one long rest hour between days at camp. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a little bit since uh, since the last podcast. Um, either because uh, I've been getting back in the swing of things over the last month. Um, I don't know that I've talked about this on the podcast uh, over the summer because the summer episodes I actually pre-taped over the course of April and May because uh, my family and I actually took a sabbatical this summer. Uh, I uh, I won't get into it too much. I will say if you... Are interested in, in hearing more about it, uh, we we did write a blog as I believe you are legally required to do if you if you go traveling. Um, OpenHearts.WordPress.Com, and I'll link to it in the show notes. So if you want to read about uh, the summer travels uh, that we did uh, through Portugal and Slovenia and a few other places, um, you know, please feel free to check that out. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I did talk uh, a lot to people about the trip when they asked how it was and. And I said how it really was a lot like camp. It was eight weeks long. Uh, the second I got there, I immediately started thinking about how sad I was going to be when it was over. Um, I had We had four weeks in, uh, in Portugal, so that was like first session, and then uh, we spent some time in Germany and Slovenia and Sweden. Um, second session, just man, it went so much faster uh, we had a blast. It was amazing. Uh, and then much like camp, uh, it ended and we were very sad to have to come back to the real world and be different people than we were when we were, when we were gone. So I uh, kind of feel like I went to summer camp a little bit, uh, a little bit this year. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but then, then, uh, you know, just getting back in the swing of things, uh, you know, haven't had a chance to do this for a few weeks. So apologies, uh, for that, but Glad to be getting back to it, um, and uh, this is this is a bit of a special show uh, because the first weekend that I was back from from our travels, uh, I did get to go back to Zionsville for uh, the Gucci 60th reunion weekend, um, which was just so amazing. Uh, I mean, surprisingly so, and it shouldn't have been because it's camp. Like, what was I expecting? And and we get into this a little bit in this episode, but. Uh, I really, I can't say enough about how transformative it was and how immediate the impact was being back on the campgrounds uh, and and just feeling like, you know, like no time had passed, uh, singing songs. I, we, we would sing songs at song session, and all of a sudden my arms would start doing various motions, and I would do all these calls and responses that like, I don't remember them at all. And yet somehow the muscle memory just kicked in. And immediately knew what to do. Uh, it was so great to see people. At, there were so many different groups of people who were there, uh, like with their friends. I mean, you would just walk around camp and see these just little clumps of people just sitting and visiting and catching up. And you could tell that you know they were people who were in their sixties, in their fifties, forties, thirties, twenties, etc. All so excited to reconnect with each other. Um, so I, I can't say enough if you have a camp reunion uh, coming up for yourself, definitely go do it. It's so, it's so rejuvenative, uh, and uh, I was really, really happy to get to do it. Um, and so uh, we actually <laughs> we we attempted to record a live uh, live podcast while we were there. Uh, it didn't quite go as planned. Um, so i, I did uh, I did try to cut up a, a few little bits that we'll play later in the episode. Um, but uh, one of my friends uh, from camp, uh, who is uh, really hilarious, Michelle Weltman, uh, is uh, is my guest on this episode, and we spent a little time. I, I think uh, if you didn't go to Gucci, I believe you will still get a lot of enjoyment out of this episode. Um, and M- Michelle is hilarious, and uh, she definitely told some some really funny stories, uh, some surprising uh, stories to me. Um, and I won't I won't spoil it any further than that. Um, but she was great, and uh, we had a lot of fun catching up over the weekend and then talking about catching up over the weekend uh and talking about camp um and all the the fun and shenanigans that took place when we were younger and over the course of this reunion weekend so uh without further ado we'll get right to it uh this is michelle weltman and my uh conversation uh about our 60th camp reunion So we are about a week now back from the Gucci 60th reunion, and uh, what what are you feeling? How how does it feel to be back uh, in the real world since since the weekend?
1: I don't like it at all. <laughs> I I would like to be back at camp immediately, um, even though it's hot and it's gross. Um, going to work was just the worst thing I've ever done all week. (laughs) I
0: I have to say that uh, I think it's interesting because we obviously all grew up at camp and yet somehow it was a surprise to me how awesome it was at the reunion. And I hadn't been there in like 24 years, I think, which, holy shit, we're old. Um, (laughs) But it, like... I do legitimately feel like I had forgotten somehow how much fun it is to be at camp, despite the fact that I do a fucking camp podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You should remember. You
0: but should so, remember Right. So I do legitimately feel like people didn't realize what it would be like. And, and now I'm sad for everyone that didn't get to go. And we'll yeah. just use this as a quick uh, PSA to say listen, if you're camp is having a reunion anytime in the near future. You should definitely go. It was so much fun. It was, I, I think for me, the the biggest piece of it was like, realizing how often in the real world we have sort of our guard up and don't sort of just let ourselves be ourselves. And maybe that's just me. Maybe you're better at that than, than I am. Um, but just for like- I a, am not, for the record. <laughs> You know just for like a for 36 hours basically getting to be silly and stupid and sing songs and do all sorts of dumb stuff was like truly truly nourishing for the soul in my opinion
1: yeah I mean it really was people were talking about like oh no I have to be an adult and it's like be an adult on Monday you're a teenager here it's like we perpetually live as as a teen I had um, actually been back to camp in May. I went to the Sisterhood weekend, and they made me paint buildings. So this weekend was like a lot more fun.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Did you know that that's what you were going to do?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Okay. And but did you sign up anyway to go?
1: And, and that's, I went anyway, and that's what camp is. Okay. It's just being there is worth it. <laughs>
0: Um, so what well, I didn't
1: were... know I was going to have to paint. They could have made me plant stuff, too.
0: Gotcha. I, I just like the idea that they made you do something. Like, wait, I thought we were just going to tell stories and braid each other's hair. Why are you no, handing me didn't. this paintbrush?
1: <laughs> they made me drive four hours <laughs> and then work all weekend. It was weird.
0: <laughs> so you were really disappointed when you got to camp this weekend to find out that no one wanted you to paint anything or re- restore something? <laughs>
1: Right. Although while we were taking a tour of the camp with some of our sisters, Avoda, um, in the girls' area, one of the toilets was running, and one of the girls fixed it because that's what you do.
0: Look at that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, so, what? Tell me a little bit about your your experience of the weekend. What was what were some of the high highlights for you, and and I guess lowlights. Maybe there could have been those, but uh, what stood out for you being back at camp for the reunion?
1: I mean, it's just a sense of like camaraderie that doesn't exist anywhere else. And everybody was excited to see everybody, even people they didn't know, um, which is not (laughs) not a normal experience um, because we all had something in common um, being in that place and that place being like a second home to us. Um, So that was pretty cool.
0: One of my favorite moments from the weekend was, uh, actually did not take place at camp. It took place at the hotel. That, oh, that sounds like a leading story. <laughs> uh, we, a lot of us stayed at a hotel very close to the campgrounds, which I'm gonna go on another tangent here for a second. When they sent the, uh, the sign up sheet to come to the reunion and they asked if you were planning to stay at camp or not, I was like, hell yeah, I'm staying at camp. Because I assumed that everybody would be doing that. Like, how fun. We'll stay in cabins and it'll be just like the old times. And then everyone I asked was like, no, we're not staying at camp. Are you crazy? They have bathrooms in the middle. <laughs> like, maybe if well, there were enough. bathrooms in each building.
1: <laughs> I don't think that anybody was staying in cabins. I think the people staying on camp were staying in the top deck area.
0: Yeah, probably. But either way, I, I would just like to say for the record, I would have been fine <laughs> staying in a cabin. Um, but we did yeah. stay in a hotel. Anyway, so uh, it was fun hanging out with a bunch of people uh, at night, late night, uh, which, again, totally reminds me of being on staff at camp, just sitting around with nothing to do and just kind of, you know, shooting the shit and, and, and whatnot. Uh, and you read a letter that someone had sent your sister uh, when she was at camp uh, and uh, and it was really funny and I was hoping uh, and, and by the way not just read it, but like a dramatic interpretation of it um, I was hoping that perhaps you would consider uh, reprising that performance for the podcast listeners
1: I mean if it's what the people want um, <laughs> I don't see how I can say no and the person who sent it did not go to Gucci so um, I think it was almost happenstance that is just where my sister happened to be um, when a certain individual decided to declare his love for her. I mean, spoiler alert. uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will say, just just by way of prefacing this, I feel like this is something that was an interesting uh, piece of the camp experience, was whatever relationships you had or didn't have, I guess with people outside of the camp world and how that sometimes came into play during the summer. Uh, There was a girl that I went to camp with at Jacobs whose boyfriend, and we were campers, whose boyfriend showed up at camp one Saturday from Alabama, like drove several hours to come see her and got turned away and had to go. I assume he went home. I don't know what he did. But anyway... So, uh, yeah, so love and loss, et cetera, with people who were not at camp at the time that you were camp. So continue, please.
1: (laughs) Yeah, wow, that's that's intense. Um, Yeah, so I don't think that this person tried to come to camp. Um, But I do know, well, I'm not sure I know the immediate aftermath, but I can tell you right now, I don't know if I should tell you, but (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't a love match. Let's just...
0: Didn't go well. Hey, listen, you missed 100% of the shots you never take, so.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. Kudos to this anonymous gentleman for taking the chance, because it's not easy to do this.
0: Yeah, so your sister's at camp. She gets this letter in the mail.
1: Uh, My sister's name is Jessica, just so you know that (laughs) when I say Jessie, that's my sister. All right, Jessie, hello. I guess this is the perfect time to tell you everything I have wanted to tell you for the past year. First and foremost, I care a great deal for you, and I'm greatly attracted to you. It has been hard for me to become close to you, well, honestly, because of Janet. <laughs> N- names have to be changed here, people, for, for privacy. I, I love Janet a lot. In fact, she better not be reading this. It's just that Janet has always been your other left foot. I feel that when I talk to you, Jess, I am at the same time talking to Janet who does not even have to be in the same room. Your, your quiet side, not quiet, your quiet side has often thrilled me. I often wonder what you're thinking about. I would love to get close with you, Jessica. It just seems to be more of a struggle than a fate. Let me know what you think and feel. And written on the side of the page says, no one needs to read this but yourself. <laughs> Flip over the page. On a lighter note, how's Avoda? Are you working hard? Do you like it? I heard about your collect call. Thanks for my call. Don't think I'm not jealous of your friend and you. Let me know about camp and you as soon as possible i leave in 10 days so write me today that's written in all caps so i had to shout it <laughs> <laughs> i miss you love you shalom written in hebrew <laughs> See <you.
0: All> right. <laughs> well well done
1: thank you thank you <laughs> thank you everybody
0: michelle will be reprising her role on broadway this summer in the musical no. uh all right so can we unpack that a couple of things
1: so beautiful.
0: Uh, yes. Wonderful letter. And again, I honestly I really do respect the fact that he that he sent the letter because, you know, no guts, no glory. I don't know if that I understand the your second was it your second left foot? Your other yes. left foot?
1: It doesn't make sense is the conclusion. <laughs> uh, the only conclusion. Right. It doesn't make
0: sense. Uh that's pretty awesome. Um, I love... And so, Janet, just to clarify, I believe Janet was someone who was on Avodah with her at the time.
1: Yes.
0: But uh, but not named Janet, I guess. Not named
1: Janet, and they're, they they're good friends, immunity. obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's so funny. I mean, I love that he pours his heart out and then decides to get into the small talk. Right. If I'm going to give a note for future letter writers... Uh, start with the small talk, ease into yeah. it, then go to the heavy stuff.
1: Yes. I, I have been the recipient of a letter like that where that appropriately starts out with small, uh, insignificant information and then lets me know that while I was abroad, that my boyfriend had found another love. But I'm glad that he told me how his classes were going first.
0: <laughs> so... So no, what you're saying oh, is I'm I'm completely wrong. <laughs> just get to it. <laughs> like a band-aid. Just rip it off.
1: <laughs> There's no good way to do it.
0: Uh, if no if we could do. pause on that. I for could just dramatically a second.
1: read that letter too if you need.
0: Uh, I'm not saying uh, don't it's do not it. not about camp though? <laughs> but here's my question though. You were abroad and he yes. wrote you a letter?
1: Yes. An airgram.
0: Were you studying abroad in, like, 1988? You're my age. When we were in college, there was email and also phones.
1: You raise an excellent point, Micah. Oh, you and could have been I'm abroad, not... I
0: suppose, other times than college, so I, I shouldn't uh, well, assume.
1: <laughs> I, that is true. I, I did also go abroad in high school, but this was in college, and we definitely had email. And he told me later that he didn't want me to um, read the letter to in Janet. front of a, in, in a, in a, a computer lab. Do not let we're, Janet we're read this
0: letter either.
1: <laughs> we're, we're old enough that we had email, but young enough that I had to be in a computer lab.
0: Right. Fair.
1: <laughs> and I was, I, I thought that was very weird and appreciated it taking a whole month to get the letter <laughs> rather than just knowing
0: oh man he's
1: a good guy. Uh, special dude
0: yeah happily yeah, married yeah, two kids yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh you know i hope he uh hope he found his other <laughs> left foot i guess or something uh yeah so anyway that I was uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> That was definitely a highlight of the weekend um you know i will say yeah. uh anecdotally that i don't think i re- i mean i know that we sang a lot at gucci um, but I don't think I appreciated yeah. how much music really is part of the, the Gucci specific experience until this weekend. Cause we sang at Jacobs. Um, and I mean, I've, we've had other guests on the podcast who've talked about, you know, the, the role of, of music, et cetera. But at Jacobs, like we had song leaders, but I don't feel like it was like a particular status thing uh, at camp. Whereas, this weekend, there were so many people who came back who had been song leaders. and like, and it was like a thing. And they felt like like they were hot shit, kind of. And I don't mean like they treated themselves like they were hot shit. Like it felt like to the rest of us, like, wow, all these amazing song leaders. And then we had like the Hoot and nanny uh, Saturday night where everyone was just sitting around. I'm pretty sure You're that just was a good and
1: We had a hoot and
0: Yeah, that's right. Jealous, everybody. We hoot and out. We hoot and The fuck out of Saturday night. Um, sure did. Yeah. So, like, is that just me? Am I late to the party on that, or was that a was that a recollection for you as well?
1: No, I think that um I think that being a song leader was a status symbol, um because. I, don't, I guess I'm not sure why. We did sing all the time, like four or five times a day. We'd have a song session or a service or something. But I don't know. I can't explain to you why, but I definitely was like, oh, you're a song leader. That's so cool.
0: It was really, really fun. The Friday night song session uh, was like really putting me back in the, in like the being in, at camp. Uh, and so, somebody shared on Facebook, and I'll and I'll I'll put it on the on the show notes uh, for this episode, a picture of me staring like, <laughs> like I was in a trance at the that candlelight.
1: The, oh, that, I think that was that Haldola. Yeah,
0: was it? Oh, I don't know. Well, either way, where whenever it was. Yeah.
1: When the candle stole your soul.
0: Yeah. That. That's right. That's right. But here's what's funny about that. Now, I don't know when exactly that picture was taken, um, because it's possible that it just caught me at just that moment. Uh, and again, when you if you're listening to this episode, if you take a look uh, at the at the picture, this will hopefully make you appreciate it a little bit more. But what I remember thinking, I don't I hope not at that exact moment because that I look creepy as hell in that picture. But I remember, we talked about this on a recent episode, like, I remember Friday night song sessions when the, when the lights went down and went to, like, the slow songs, like, staring across the candlelight at whoever I was, like, crushing on and just being, like, like why can't I have this, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and, like, it sort of took me back to that moment. Uh, I wasn't necessarily like staring at anybody. It was just more like remembering. Oh, I remember it used to do this. So then it's funny to see that picture, and I was like, Jesus! I hope I wasn't looking with this face on. That would have been terrifying.
1: <laughs> I don't know who took that picture, but um, no. I mean, things would get really intense, and I I remember more staring into the, the candles rather than staring across the table at at whomever I was longing sure. for, but.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Janet,
1: <laughs> sorry, um, but uh, I mean it's it's an intense moment. Everybody's feeling like oddly emotional. We're just singing a number of songs, but it makes you feel something that nothing else really makes you feel that way.
0: Yeah, and I, and I guess uh, you know, without bringing the whole thing down, there is something that. Definitely today in particular, it was super refreshing being at camp for a weekend and kind of feeling like you're in a, in the safety net, uh, in a cocoon um, of just people happy and excited to see each other and spend time together to then come back into the real world uh, and have to get back into society that we live in currently. So that was also a bit of a kick in the, in the pants uh, on Exit, but... Uh, it was really, really wonderful, and i can't say strongly enough that uh, if if your camp is uh, hosting a reunion of any kind anytime in the near future, uh, get on that say, set aside yeah. the weekend, find a babysitter don't actually don't find a babysitter I had this conversation with with several people over the weekend who came solo uh, without their without their families and yeah, leave it his was spouse
1: at home,
0: yeah. it was better. I mean, it was so much better. Sorry, Hillary. I love you, but uh, <laughs> it was fun, um, just getting to hang and not have to, like, explain the story to somebody and give the whole context and the background and just kind of be right back in the middle of it with the people who you experienced it with in the first place. So, uh, that was my experience at least.
1: It lends support to the idea that there's something about campus unknowable if you weren't a part of it. I left my my partner, who was my cat, did not come with me because she wouldn't get it, and she's an indoor cat
0: <laughs> And she seems like she's still mad at you about it.
1: she's a little mad about it. <laughs>
0: um, well, so we, I, I set out originally to uh, record an episode over the course of the weekend. And uh, long story short, it didn't play out exactly as I had planned. We did tape a, an impromptu uh, Campfires and Color Wars podcast uh, in our hotel room with everybody on Saturday night. Uh, I'm sad to report for those that were in the room, it really didn't turn out as well as, as I think we felt like it did in the moment. Um, really, that's more to say about the audio issues than any of the particular stories that were told, because there were really a lot of... Really funny stories told. Um, but I thought we would move on, Michelle, to the Campfires and Color Wars questionnaire title still pending. Uh, and maybe if I can make it work, I'll splice in um, a couple of stories that were told uh, when we were uh, sitting around. We were at the Hampton Inn. Shout out the Hampton Inn, I think. Is that where we stayed? Residence Inn? <laughs> They're kind of all the same. The Hampton uh, Residence. I
1: don't think it was either of
0: those? No. Uh-
1: but I can't remember where
0: <laughs> the four seasons. Um, yeah, no, uh, so. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to splice in a couple if I can. Um, and we'll just sort of add those in. Uh, but since since you've joined us for the episode, I definitely want to hear your stories. And, and I guess as a slight spoiler, uh, you did tell some really funny stories <laughs> on uh, on Saturday night when we were when we were sitting around. So we'll start with number one.
1: You know, before we get into this, I'm not sure. I might owe you an apology because um, I was looking through some of my my archives. um,
0: Oh yeah, I feel like let's dig into that for a second. You have like (laughs) crazy, crazy amounts of camp memorabilia stored. Is that correct?
1: That is correct, and I'm not even. I don't even recall like purposefully saving most of this stuff. Um, and then a bunch of it is just photographs, and then. Like, at the end of every session, people would write notes to each other, like yearbooks, but just in notebooks. And so I was looking through some of those notebooks, just in case I didn't get permission to do a dramatic read of, of my sister's letter. And I found, Micah, um, how you signed my notebook um, one summer. And oh, goody. <laughs> it was in
0: 1991. 91, and... so we're like... Uh... This is like Geza, so this is like 6th grade, yeah, 6th or 7th grade. I think my bar mitzvah was 91, so... Yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. You're like, yeah. I'm going
1: to do this, too. Are you ready? I can't wait for this. Dear man-hater. (laughs)
0: Oh! Strong opening, okay.
1: (laughs) And then you wrote, just kidding, um... I hope you had a great time at camp. I know I did. From now on, please watch where you put your feet. So I think I might have kicked you in the balls or something, and I'm sorry for that.
0: Wait, are you still reading the the letter, no, or are you saying this no. anecdotally to All me? All
1: said was, from now on, please watch where you put your feet. <laughs> huh. So... It was memorable enough that summer that you brought it back. You brought it back on the last night of camp.
0: Yeah, callback. It's a call comedy back. staple. <laughs> Dear um, man hater, that's. Let me apologize for that.
1: <laughs> well, if I kicked you in the balls, I probably deserved it. Uh, you said just kidding. Reading through this notebook was a, a lesson on who I was in the early '90s, and it really wasn't good. Uh, there's a lot of.
0: Is there a lot there a of, of dear man-haters?
1: So a lot of just kidding,s like, "Oh, you're fun and nice, J.K." Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like, well, which one? Which one is the is the J.K. Am right. I am I funny? Am I not funny or not nice? Well, hmm. we'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, which which do you prefer? I think I, 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 yeah, I mean, nice is good and all, but you know, funny—that's you can do something with that. What's yeah. nice going to get you? <laughs>
1: that's fair.
0: That's fair. Um. I found um, my songbook from our last year, or actually, my no, first year. Enough. So entering high school, um, and there was a hilarious letter uh, from uh, Tamara, who was the girl that I dated at the very, very end of camp uh, that summer. And I, I, I don't have it in front of me, so I won't. I won't read the whole thing. I think I may have showed it to you.
1: Well, I recall it discussing some some play.
0: Yes, that was the best part by far. Was uh, she wrote she wrote my book? uh, It was I mean, truthfully, it was very sweet. But she said, uh, you know, when we first got together, I thought it would just be like, oh, so we can get some play. We could both get some play at the end of camp, which is absolutely how we talked uh, in the early nineties, early mid nineties. Um and then it blossomed from there. So, you know, we we got beyond just play to each other and you know that that's meaningful.
1: <laughs> a, that's a relationship blossoming and actually the note you gave me the next year was much nicer. Oh boy, I must there's not more. You, in the that great. Summer. you said I was a great friend and and I was staying all summer that year. That was the year our sisters were in Dhabi. and you you said have a good time second session. I know it'll be hard without me. JK. See you next year. <laughs> there's a lot of JK in this notebook. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> People loved to josh with you. they Really <laughs> did.
1: Well, I'm. I'm told I'm. I'm funny, but not nice. JK.
0: <laughs> you got? Are there? I, I feel like. Are we gonna? Is, is this gonna keep going? Do we have more? Uh, more notes from uh, from further years <laughs> out? Because that would have still only been '92. I was there for at least yeah. a couple more years. Or do you want to intersperse them later throughout the episode?
1: I don't think that I made note of, of other ones that you wrote. Although your sister, and this will get back into your questions, um, your sister signed my notebook that year and said something Which... about Micah maybe next year.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. First of all, wait. Was that my older sister or younger sister?
1: Your older sister. Of
0: course. Of course, that was Leia. Uh, but that, So let's, let's get to our first question. Um, and I wanted to uh, play a little snippet from the hotel Saturday night because uh, I want to capture the reaction in the room uh, that, that we got to this. Uh, so I'm going to play this little snippet, uh, and then I will let you take it from there. So the first question is, your first kiss or your most romantic moment at camp? <laughs> if you have a story, raise your hand.
1: Micah, does this
0: feel like a good time to mention that you were my first kiss? <gasps> oh! oh, what? What? oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we planned this whole thing. The whole weekend was just a front for that reveal. <laughs> that was- uh, again, I asked the question. Does anyone have an interesting story about their first kiss or most romantic moment? Someone doesn't no one has a story. No one? can't be right. Tell tell a story. I actually I don't think well, I don't think I knew I was your first kiss. But once you started talking about it, I I do definitely remember this happening. So, you know, at least we have that. <laughs>
1: Well, it's so funny because there are these moments in your life that are, like, so deeply meaningful to you that, like, don't even register on, on other people in general. It's just kind of a weird reality of life about, you know, things that are milestones. And I know I wasn't your first kiss because I listened to your podcast. <laughs> Still hurts.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's hear the story for, for, for those that le- that want to hear it.
1: To our, our beautiful romance. Yeah. Well, it was at campsite, which was when a girl's cabin and a guy's cabin would go spend the night in tents at the end of the athletic field. And um, it was just really a a romantic game of truth or dare.
0: Um, What grade were we in? Did we remember?
1: Well, I think that it might have been second year Geza because your sister wished me luck with you next (laughs) (laughs) year. Better luck the next year. So. And I had kicked you in the balls the year before. That's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> unrelated.
0: Thankfully. Uh,
1: right. <laughs> then we would be having a very different conversation. That's right. Again. Um, Tell me
0: about the first time you kicked someone that the balls at camp. No, sorry. So truth. Uh, so truth or dare. We're in a tent. Truth or dare. Very romantic.
1: And, yeah, very romantic with like 15 people in a tent, and um. I mean, I'm sure all the girls in my cabin probably knew that I had a crush on you, and so I'm pretty sure that it was arranged in some like very subtle manner um, <laughs> that somebody would dare you to kiss me, because you know it couldn't couldn't be the other way around. That would be like, I don't know. I'm not that kind of girl, Micah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is what I, I respected that about you. I just want to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was widely known, J.K. <laughs> um, so, I that's sort of the story. I obviously there were truths and dares before and after, um, but but I don't remember anything but our beautiful moment.
0: <laughs> All right, so here's what I have to ask you, and, I, and I'm gonna need the honest truth here because I it is my long held uh, belief firmly that everybody's first kiss is terrible. Uh, and again shout out Jamie trockman uh, you know we've we've discussed this it's cool so I have to ask like was it terrible
1: I mean I don't really remember but I don't remember I do recall Jamie uh, feeling traumatized by some of her camp kisses sorry Jamie if I'm breaching any like childhood <laughs> confidentiality but um, I don't I don't remember. I don't remember it being gross or weird or anything like that.
0: All right, I'll take um, that. I, yeah.
1: So thank
0: you. <laughs> That's good enough for me. All right, number two. Uh, now, all right. So this one, I'll just preface it by saying that uh, my sister. Uh, one of the things that I think we've we've talked about uh, at uh, at great length over the course of this uh, podcast is the things that we do at camp. That in hindsight seem a little absurd, mm-hmm. um, and uh, my sister Leah, who uh, who was there this weekend, um, and I would just like to say, was very very sweet to uh, allow me to tag along with her and her Avodah friends since. You know, since I didn't get to do Abu She told a really funny story about a camp performance, so I will I will play that here.
1: I was just thinking about how like for um for a Bait Cafe <laughs>
0: when
1: we would I do that <clears throat> where like one person would lay down and then you would sit
0: on the Rags li- Crossing.
1: Yeah, but the song was about a prostitute and I never knew that. Like, I wish I was a fascinating you know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I did I uh, was just No
0: there. keep I, I, <laughs> I wish <about> I was <laughs> Why is no a one, fascinating one this lady with
1: my past so fast I know. and my future bright and shady I sleep all day and I work all night yeah. on my little street corner with my little red light <laughs> no, and once no. a month I take a vacation and I leave those boys in pure desperation. once in a while I go hogwash and wild. And then I produce an illegitimate child. (laughs) What is
0: that? I did not know what any of those words meant. I I just
1: now heard the once a month. I just now got the once a month. Oh my
0: God. I loved that story uh, when she told it in the room. And I love the fact that she and Nikki... Uh, Hendrick could uh, recite it from memory all these years later uh, like they were auditioning today but um, anyway let's move on number three tell us about your most embarrassing camp moment
1: I'm like almost embarrassed to tell you my embarrassing moment it's it's so lasting but okay I'll tell you <laughs> okay twist was my arm it's just something that's like really only embarrassing when you're 14 um, so I'm a girl. Um, I, I you guys don't can't see me, but trust me. Um, <laughs> and as as we do, us ladies, have things our bodies change, okay? And so I was in the oldest unit. I was it was first year enough, so it was going into freshman year of high school and we were getting ready to go on our camping trip. Um, the oldest unit goes on this three day camping trip off camp, and which is funny that you go camping at camp, but whatever, we do that. <laughs> um, one of those weird camp things. And so the whole unit is um, on school buses waiting to go on this camping trip. And I need feminine products, and I don't have them. And our cabins have been locked. All of the cabins have been locked because the younger units are on their days off. The only person we're like, so all the counselors are like running around trying to find feminine products. Um, for me, I'm having a total breakdown, crying, whatever. Finally, we locate some. Crisis averted, but they're like, it's okay, Michelle. Let's just stay in the in the dining hall, calm down, just take a minute, it'll be okay. All of the rest of the unit sitting on hot school buses waiting. Micah, you might even remember that. <laughs> And, um, this male counselor comes over and he sits next to me and I'm like crying and sweating and disheveled. And he puts his hand on my shoulder and he's like, Michelle, if this is what it takes for you to become a woman, then it's worth
0: it. (laughs) Now, now did this comfort you or did this put you right back into... (laughs) Like, you're almost calm at this point. You're, you've caught your breath. He says this.
1: <laughs> well, I just said I'm still embarrassed to tell the story because it's just like, why would you say that to me? That's it's. Stop it. Stop talking.
0: All right, so a couple of follow-up questions on this. Was this, yes. and apologies for my ignorance, was this the first time that this had happened to you? Or well, you just had not expected it at that particular moment in time and had not prepared? Uh,
1: it was it was the latter. It was not the first time. And okay. that, I think that's part of what was embarrassing about it is that I think everybody was like, oh, now you're a woman. And I was like, shut
0: up, all of you. Bitch, you I'm already I'm a woman.
1: <laughs> I've been a woman for four months. I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, so, I was just a little bit caught unprepared.
0: So, every, you're saying that the entire unit was held up going on <laughs> this camping trip because yes. you needed some assistance?
1: Yes.
0: Now, I will... Well, so... All right, I'm, I'm tongue-tied. Uh, one, <laughs> yikes. Sorry for you. That sucks. Uh, for sure. Uh, I definitely do not remember that. Um, but it is entirely possible that I wasn't there because one of the years that we did that camping trip i had an asthma attack hello ladies uh and uh and had to come a day late to uh to cash air because i had to go to the hospital to get a breathing treatment
1: (laughs) that sucks for you
0: well hey listen you know maybe
1: that's why everybody thought we were waiting
0: yeah they're like god that that fucking kid from mississippi what's his deal (laughs) Get his inhaler. Let's go.
1: (laughs) God, breathe much?
0: Uh, Yeah, that's pretty, I can see that being uh, pretty traumatizing, uh, especially at that age.
1: Yeah. When it's like one of those things that you just don't talk about at all. Right. And then like a boy knows about it. And then he says something humiliating like, I can see you're turning into a woman.
0: Man, like, Stop it. you are I so can't. lucky that you did not go to Jacob's and that that wasn't my dad dealing with that <laughs> situation because he would have made it so much worse with the best of intentions. But he definitely, <laughs> oh man, that's, that's, that's a pretty good, I mean, I'm again, I'm sorry for your, fret, for your, for your loss, but, uh, that's pretty, that's a pretty good story.
1: <laughs> I'm like 70% over it now. So
0: yeah. Well, by the seventieth reunion, we'll, we'll we'll really we'll have made a breakthrough by then. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Question four: Top or bottom bunk?
1: So, bottom bunk for sure. I was the t- I did a top bunk my first summer and um just did not like it at all. Felt like I was going to die all the time. Um,
0: like you were going to fall yeah. out of the bunk. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, And climbing up and down was a huge pain, so I was like, "All right, bottom bunk," and stayed that way the rest of the time. The rest of my eight years at camp, the rest, the next seven years, I was a bottom bunk.
0: Now, you told a pretty funny story, if I may say, uh, about being on the bottom and some of the uh, various issues you had to deal with uh, as a bottom at camp. Uh, I don't know if you care to uh, to retell that for for our audience here.
1: No. Of course, no. Uh, JK. Well, this is
0: awkward. All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, I mean, being a bottom bunk had its benefits, but also had its drawbacks. And I don't know if the boys did this, but in the girls' cabins, often we would arrange the cabins so that there was, like, a seating area so you could sit in a circle as a cabin. And so sometimes your bunk would be used, you know, for group meetings and whatever. And I... I'm really averse to people sitting on my pillow Um, and people were weird about me being weird about people sitting on my pillow, (laughs) which I feel like, I mean, which it's funny that we say this right now because (laughs) my cat just has her butt in my face right now. So it's confusing for everybody, but you can't see it. Um, So there was, there was this one incident where a girl in my cabin came over and sat on my bed while she was um, using uh, Nair on her lady bits. And she sat on my bed. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna need you to get off of my bed. Um, And she was like, why? What's wrong with you? you sitting on your bed right now? Like with no underwear and hair removal cream on your crotch. I feel like if I have to explain this to you, we have bigger problems, <laughs> but I did have to explain it to her, and I looked like the bad guy, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is why, you know, I got so many JKs in, in my cabin book. But
0: uh, you wrote you wrote in hers. Uh, <laughs> wait, what did I say? Watch your feet next time.
1: Yes. Watch keep your, your vagina to yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Um, uh, I had a really good, embarrassing story that happened to me just this weekend uh, okay. at the reunion. Yeah, and uh, involves involves your family. Um, oh no! Yeah. Uh, so we get to camp, and you know, look, none of us have seen each other in a very long time, and uh, thank God for name tags in general. Um, but my sister's avodah. I mean, I know most of the people that were on my sister's avodah group, but you know, not everybody and you know, some more than others, what have you. So, she's hanging out with a good, you know, good chunk of the people from Avodah and I've said hello to most of them, but there are a couple who I don't exactly recognize and both of their name tags were turned around. So, I never could actually see who they were. So this is, you know, later in the evening, Friday night. We've already gone through most of the stuff that, you know, we've we've had campfire, we've we've had dinner, we've had song session, etc., etc. And again, I'm hanging out with my sister and her friends for for a good chunk of this time. So we're standing on the basketball court, and Leia is wearing her Avodah shirt that has everyone's names on the back. And I see your sister's name, Jessica Weltman. And I'm thinking like, oh, I wonder what wonder what happened to Jessica. I don't feel like I don't you know whatever. And I'm like, Leia, wh- uh, did Jessica Weltman come? Like, what's her deal? And she's like, she's standing right next to you, <laughs> which she was, in fact. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure she doesn't care at all. But I was like, well, <laughs> I'm gonna just, uh, hey, what's that over there? <laughs> well
1: she did she told me she thought you were kind of a jerk (laughs) um so
0: it's fair (laughs) i earned it um yeah i sorry jessica i
1: i don't i think she's used to people not knowing because she only really she she came to camp when she was like nine and ten and then aboda and then never again so i i mean i must have introduced people were like you have a sister michelle I was like, yeah, she's standing right to like five or six people.
0: To like your parents. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, they didn't get to see her that weekend.
0: Uh, All right, so that helps me a little bit feel better because (laughs) then she wasn't like on staff because I became more friends with, you know, Leah's friends when they were counselors and I was a camper and stuff. So I guess I probably wouldn't really have have seen Jessica much over the years. (laughs) But, uh, but I recognized the name at least that's right. something, Jessica, okay, I recognized your name, um yeah, so I felt like a complete jackass, um, but you know, okay it's a reunion.
1: somebody came up to me and was like, "Oh, I remember you when you were you know a nifty regional advisor, and I was like, I definitely did not do that. <laughs> And she was like, well, gosh, well, how do I know you? And I was like, well, I, I sat behind you at services last night. <laughs> so maybe from that.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I did not know this woman at all. She <laughs> was at camp way before us. <laughs> she was lovely. I just was not who she thought I was.
0: <laughs> oh, that is too funny. Um, yeah. All right, last question. Uh, what is something, we've, we've covered this a little bit, but, uh, but I'll get your take. What is something that we did at camp... That uh, if you had to explain it to someone in the outside world, would uh, would not understand. Uh, lady parts sitting on your bed aside.
1: It's okay if it's your bed. You can do whatever you want on your bed. <laughs> Just don't do it on mine. Um, I feel like something that came up this weekend was um, like uh, when we had stuff that we'd have to do when we cleaned the cabin and we had charts. I just lost what we called them, but they're like task job charts or something like that. And um, I in college, I lived in a seven-person suite, and I was like, do you know what I should do? Make a job chart.
0: Yes. (laughs) It did not go
1: over well. (laughs) What?
0: That's terrible. That's such a good idea. I mean, camp or no camp, that's practical.
1: I mean, right? Like, how am I supposed to know who's supposed to do the dishes? spoiler alert no one ever did the dishes right
0: yeah all right actually now that now that i'm thinking about this for a second yeah i definitely somebody would have punched me in the face if i'd done that in college
1: yeah well you know there were seven of us living in an apartment which is its own bad idea so we all should have punched ourselves in the face for deciding to do that
0: where did you go to college
1: I went to Washington University in St. Louis.
0: Yeah, I think that's technically illegal in the state of Missouri, if I'm not mistaken.
1: While well, we were a brothel, <laughs>
0: also, so that was one of the jobs on the chart. <laughs> that, was,
1: that was one of the jobs. Someone, it's actually, two of the jobs. They're different
0: right. jobs. Someone has to do with the dishes. Someone, never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit while I'm behind. I uh, feel like that's right. <laughs> Um, awesome. Well, uh, with that, we will move on to our last segment, which is bitches and roses, AKA roses and thorns, AKA coals and diamonds, AKA strawberries and lemons, AKA peaks and valleys, AKA pals and wows. Uh, yeah. Michelle, we didn't prep this because again, I'm a terrible host of a podcast. So uh, if you want to think about your, your bitch and your rose, uh, if you don't have them ready to roll, I can go first, but if you have them, I always will give you the option to, uh, to go.
1: Well, I think it's pretty clear that everyone now understands why I kicked you in the ball. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, why don't you go first?
0: All right. Um, well, we, we covered uh, my bitch. We covered a little bit, which is just uh, coming back to real, reality after the weekend was, uh, was a real kick in the pants, not for Michelle. Um, it's funny because I was gone all summer, which was like camp. And then I came back and was back at work for like a week and a half before the reunion. So it was just sort of a, a cherry on top of the, oh, got to get back to jobs and school and et etc. et cetera. Um, But you know what? It's better to have gone to camp and lost than to have not gone to camp at all. Um, so my bitch is just, you know, the reunion's over and, uh, and it was so much fun, and I shudder to think that it might be another decade before we all get together again. Uh, I have a feeling that won't be the case. I, I kind of feel like the, it was such a positive weekend for everybody that they'll end up doing it more often, which I don't think will take away from it. Uh, I mean, you know, we did it every weekend, that might get a bit expensive, but I'll be curious. I'll be curious to see, uh, you know, when the next sort of big gathering, uh, is at Gucci. Um... And my rose is related, and that is the Jacob's Camp 50th reunion is next year. So Jacob's Campers out there, come on, come all. It's going to be a blast. I'll tell you, I've, I've got it down. I know all the things that we got to do. So it's going to be a good time. Can't wait for that. Uh, Michelle, I'll turn it over to you.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it was just such a high from being at camp. And, and I will endorse reunions as well. Um, I went to my 20th high school reunion, and I was, like, not into it at all, but I had such a good time just because it's just weird and fun being back in these weird and – well, high school wasn't fun, but (laughs) weird situations with people who are different and the same um, all at once. So I I highly recommend that. But this week was just – my thorn, I guess, was just so dull. It was so – like average and monotonous, and I had all these tedious things to do at work, um, compared to being so excited to go to camp and and looking forward to it for so long. Um, that that letdown of of when it's over is is hard as a camper, and it was definitely hard um, as an adult.
0: What were you most excited for coming into the weekend?
1: I mean, I was excited about seeing people. I mean, I don't think that I'd seen you since.
0: 1994. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless, well, no, so you were, awesome. well, you were my nifty advisor one year. So uh, outside of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I super didn't do that. But <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I knew that there were going to be people who I hadn't seen forever. And even the people that I'd seen in the last 10 years, I hadn't seen in the longest time. So um, nervous excitement about what it was going to be like just like whenever I went to camp and it was like who's going to be in my cabin and who are going to be my counselors and what's going to happen and are, you know is so and so going to be there and so it was all all just exciting all
0: right and what's your I, uh, what's your rose
1: yeah my rose for this week and I am not Not trying to pump you up here, Micah, but like when you asked me to do this, I was like, oh my God, I get to be on the podcast? Like the (laughs) podcast? I'm so excited about this. And told my coworker at work because (laughs) I was really excited about it. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, at least that's not your bitch. Like having (laughs) better now.
1: (laughs) But I was also like really nervous about it too. So I was like, oh my God, what's he going to ask me? How's this going to go? What if he doesn't like it and he doesn't play it? It just totally, (laughs) it was a roller coaster of emotion. Well,
0: I'm glad you joined me. It was fun. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's funny. It was, I mean, obviously a lot of the stories that end up being told on this podcast have something to do with Gucci, whether it's because I have like seven stories that I just tell over and over again or because we've, you know, had some guests, uh, over the course of time who, who grew up at Gucci. Um, so there were many people who came up to me this weekend to say that they listened to the podcast, which was very nice to hear. Uh, and so I will say, actually I'll, I'll, I'll revise. This was probably my other rose. Uh, when we did our, uh, live, uh, podcast, uh, on, uh, on Saturday night, which, uh, which we'll, we'll never hear really the, the light of day. Um, at the end, we got to, the, uh, to the, the part which we'll get to in a second, and everybody did it without me having to prompt them. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it, it finally worked. <laughs> um, but uh, anywho, uh, well, with that, uh, that is our show, <laughs> as I put on my professional podcast voice. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on Google Play, what have you, You can find us there or any other podcast listening tools you can find. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook and Twitter. We are at Pod, and we are on Instagram at Campfires and Color Wars. Michelle, if people want to find you online, is there a place that we can direct them?
1: Oh, embarrassingly, not really. (laughs)
0: Facebook. I feel like you'd be a good – you should be on Twitter. You'd be a good Twitter follow.
1: I know. I tried to do Twitter for a while, and then – I feel like it's really the, the commuting man's tool and I just don't have time to keep up with it. Um, maybe for you, Micah, I'll get back on Twitter.
0: <laughs> um, well, fair enough. Uh, so we'll just leave leave our, our, our listeners hanging. They'll find you on Facebook, I guess. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, I'm on Twitter at Micah Hart and uh, maybe I'll still moonlight. I haven't in a, in a couple months because we were traveling, but Uh, perhaps i will get back to being on instagram making fun of my favorite game words with friends at rejected wwf uh and with that michelle thank you so much for joining us and i will say to you don't waste a minute michelle uh don't waste a minute micah what am i supposed to say no that was it you got it i love how you completely just undercut the entire thing i was excited about
1: everybody knew how to do it you made me nervous and my cat (laughs) is in my face again Happiness runs in a circular motion.
0: Thought is like a little boat upon the sea. Everybody is a part of everything anyway. You can have everything if you let yourself be. Happiness runs, happiness runs. Happiness runs, happiness runs. Happiness runs.